بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف النبي والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده أبرادن سيسترى يسترى بها بيوتفل تريب تو لايك جورج جزد فيو بس and we stopped on the way there to, for lunch at this Yemeni restaurant uh, in Albany um, called uh, Sheba al-Yemen and uh, on the way back we stopped there again and it is absolutely fabulous the food is incredible um, the 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 decor and the 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 decor and so on is not worth talking about but you know that's not part of the i guess it's it's uh, it's part of the atmosphere if you want to call it but um, food is absolutely superb um and consistently superb um i had we had this uh, fresh roti bread straight out of the tandoor and uh, hot, I mean hot to the extent that you have to wash it, otherwise you burn your fingers. Uh, along with uh, fool, but different from the Masri fool, uh, this is Yemeni fool. Uh, just that simple thing, which is fool made of beans, as you know, and this bread. Just dry bread, there's no butter on it, there's nothing on it, just dry bread and fool. The most delicious food that I have eaten in a long, long, long time. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I, I like my food, you know, not spicy as in burning hot, but with some with some spice on it. And most um, Middle Eastern cuisine has almost nothing. Um, and it has, uh, you know, Syrian is a little bit better. But most others, uh, there, there's no salt and there's no chilies and stuff. So... Uh, I mean, I, I, I see it as something that I would eat as a uh, something, you know, uh, special. Uh, but definitely not something I would eat every day. But this is fantastic. The reason I'm saying all this is not to as a promo for the restaurant, although I think uh, that restaurant is worth driving there just to eat that food. But because we met the... Um, I don't know if he's the owner, it looks like the owner, uh, but also definitely the manager of the place who was there from the beginning to the end because we returned the same uh, same route and we uh, bought some takeaways from there as well as we had some more food to eat. And this guy, his name is Muhammad. Um, we were convinced he was 12 years old. From the look of him, slim, short, small, made, but with a mind sharp as a knife, absolutely quick. His his, his report, his his comeback from, uh, you know, anything you tell him was incredible. Um, the reason I'm saying this is because we went into this debate about whether about his age until uh, one of us said, let's just ask him. You know, so we debated, I mean, this is, we don't ask people their age and not polite and so on, just, just ask him. We asked him, he was 17. Why does a 17-year-old 
young man look like he's 12 because of one reason that's malnutrition straight from Yemen he's just come and I mean not just come he's come for a while because he speaks very good English um, but you know that's where he grew up so you can see the effect of uh, poor nutrition on him compared to uh, our 14 year olds here who are six feet tall they have uh, full beards and you know big 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 boys really and they're just 14 and this is a 17 year old looks like looks like he's 12 uh, but his brain his intelligence his uh, you know his creativity his it, it's worth going to this restaurant just to talk to that talk to that I mean I want to say kid but you know, he's 17 years old so uh, he, he's, he's that good uh, it's you can see the intelligence shining in his eyes very polite great other fantastic and the food as I said it's it's superb now the reason I'm saying this is the thing that came to me over and over again is the importance of thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, how do you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This, this is, imagine just, you know, I mean, you and I could be in the same place. Uh, all that it took was for us to be born in, in Yemen instead of being born in America or born in India or wherever. Uh, and uh, we would have been in the same place. So, there is really absolutely zero, nothing at all, that we had to contribute um, in the most important thing in our lives, which is where were you born? Um, I keep on recommending this book of Malcolm Gladwell's called Outliers, and I'm recommending it again. So do read it. If you haven't read it, do, do read it. Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell, uh, where he makes this, um, this same point, uh, but backed by statistical analysis for those of you who want to, um, who need convincing about how people um, who reached uh, great heights in their lives, and he named some well-known names including Bill Gates, um, a lot of that was simply, within quotes, accident. Now, of course, we know nothing is accident. Everything is the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But... Uh, meaning that the individual concern had nothing to do with that. It wasn't his hard work. It wasn't even his decision. He wasn't even there. Uh, obviously, uh, I know I didn't choose to be born where I was born and neither did you. Um, so there is this uh, this element of the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, which uh, may Allah forgive us, we don't acknowledge. Uh, there was a man called uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer who was a Protestant minister at the time of Hitler, who opposed him and paid with his life. He's written a wonderful essay called Costly Grace, where he says, and I quote, Divine grace is something that we must pay for. We take it for granted. We feel we are entitled to it. We don't even stop to express gratitude to the one who blessed us with it. That is why we don't appreciate it and so we don't benefit from it as much as we can. Now, how true is that? SubhanAllah, I mean, just think about that. Here is a Christian uh, Protestant uh, priest, a Protestant minister who is saying this. Uh, but this applies every single word of it, every single letter of it applies 
to us as Muslims. Now, I um, uh, the only thing in this I want to change is uh, the word costly and uh, call it valuable grace, valuable grace, not costly grace. Uh, because, say for example, you pay $10 for a Chinese bowl in a thrift shop and then you get it cleaned up and discover that it's original Ming pottery from the 5th century and Sotheby offers you $100,000 for it. Uh, do you call what you paid costly or do you call it a bargain and therefore very valuable? Uh, I define costly as something that is not worth the price and valuable as something which is a bargain and worth far more than what you paid for it. Now, today when we think about this and think about our lives uh, and think about the grace and glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, I remind myself to always, always, always thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So yesterday as I was eating this food, I was thanking my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I, I thank him again, uh, again and again and again, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused us and allowed us to be born in places where he chose for us and gave us the parents he chose for us and gave us the circumstances he chose for us and gave us the start in life which for which we had we had no control over this. We could be, uh, we could have been born anywhere. And subhanAllah, I mean, I, um, I come from India. I have seen sites that I really, many times I wish I had never seen. But Alhamdulillah, uh, there is good in everything. So those sites uh, open doors of learning lessons. Uh, and I just put myself in there and said, I could be any of those people. Right? The famous words of, which are ascribed to Disraeli, who was, uh, the British Prime Minister uh, and uh, self-confessed atheist uh, who uh, evidently looked at a beggar and he said, there, but for the grace of God, goes Disraeli. You know, he's talking about himself. He said, there, but for the grace of God, goes Disraeli. And I think this is something that we could, we, can, we could and we can and we should uh, say to ourselves every single time you see somebody who is not as privileged and and, uh, and fortunate and lucky as uh, we are, uh, there for the, but for the grace of Allah, uh, goes and say your own name. And that is, and, and the, the point there is not to, uh, you know, criticize the other person, but really to look at ourselves and say, Alhamdulillah, 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 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me what I have uh, with no effort on my part, absolutely none. Uh, even the, 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 the stuff that we do for ourselves by making an effort, if you just think about that, it's somebody else, it, it always goes back to something else, uh, which if that hadn't happened, this effort wouldn't have been made. Right? Uh, including, of course, and the most important of it is the tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah puts the thought in your heart, in your mind, uh, which makes you uh, do whatever you do. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continue to bless us, to continue to give us tawfiq, to continue to guide us uh, to the path that leads to him and to his rida, because that is the final test of success. Is Allah pleased with me or not? I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to uh, enable us and help us and, and, and to empower us to live our lives in a way where he is pleased with us and to take us in that state when he is when, when, when it's time for us to meet him. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا رب العالمين